Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Selling with Charm. This is the first episode in a series that I'm going to be doing this month, and it's about balance. Today, we're going to be talking about work-life balance, and then later in the month, I'll be talking about workday balance and how to make sales flow better for you based on how you spend your day. Uh, And then I have a couple of awesome guests that I have done interviews with that I'll be sharing with you. So this is going to be a great month. We're going to be covering all things balance. So I think we all are searching for balance. And I have done this for many years, and I have certainly been out of balance on many, many occasions. But I have found a few things that work really well to help me feel more at balance. I think when I first realized that I needed balance was when I had my first baby and um, my first son, Corey, and he's 24 now, so it's been a long time. But I felt before I had him that I was going to be able to handle having a baby just fine. I was really happy in my career. I loved what I was doing. We had bought a small house and remodeled it. So it felt like it was ready uh, for a family. So I felt like I was prepared, but I was not. So when I had that beautiful baby, I wanted to spend more time with him more and I wanted more time at home. And so the trying to balance a career and family was very difficult for me when that happened, because it it just seemed like it was a huge shift when I wasn't expecting. And it was like my heart was divided. So I struggled through a couple of career changes and that didn't work so well. And I just kept trying to find that balance. And then I had my second son, Benjamin, and Earl and I decided that I would stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom because I was feeling this pull that I wanted to be with him. And that was good, but I also, but I was still out of balance because I missed all the things about my career. Uh, I'm a pretty competitive person, so I missed that achievement aspect of sales. I, I missed my customers, those relationships, and just being an adult with a career. I missed it. And so I was, you know, trying to figure out how to make it all work. And so a lady who had a dealership uh, for copiers had called me and she called me once and invited me in and we talked and I, I really wasn't ready at that point to go back to to work. And so we talked through it and and so we left on good terms, but I, I said no. And then she called me back a second time. And so I went in and we talked again. And this time I said would you consider hiring me part-time? I could sell more part-time than somebody working full-time if you'll give me the chance. And she looked at me and she said, absolutely not. And then we ended the conversation that day in my visit with her by her saying, you know, this is the second time that I have called you, that I have reached out because I'd really like to have you on my team, but I'm not going to call you again. 
if you decide you want to go back to work full time, then you call me. And I left. And, you know, I think the important part of this conversation and the reason I'm sharing it with you is because by that point, I was pretty set on what I needed. I didn't want to work full time again. I wanted to be able to do both, wanted to be at home when the boys needed me, and I wanted that career. But I also knew that with my experience, I could do more part-time than somebody full-time. And, you know, when I look at it from her point of view, I mean, maybe she had had people, because I've had this, you know, people who say I want to work part-time, but then they're not even really part-time and they're not fully committed. So maybe that's what she was thinking. But for me, I was ready to be fully committed. I just wanted flexibility. And so uh, it, it helped me. It planted the seed that what I needed and what was going to help me uh, and at how I was going to be able to find balance. And, you know, it wasn't even, you know, I was making a small salary with her, but then mostly was going to be commission. And I knew that I, I could put in the time and build the relationships. But in any, any event, it did plant a seed. And so um, not long after that is when Earl and I decided that we would start our own copier dealership. And that was driven by the fact I knew that I wanted to sell things. I knew that I wanted to continue building those relationships, but I wanted the flexibility not to be torn. I always felt when I was working uh, for someone else and it was, you know, if they expected me to be there specific 40 hours that I was disappointing them if I needed to take the boys to the doctor or needed to stay there a couple of hours to see if they you know how sick they were because that happens when you're a mom um, all the things that pulls you away that makes you feel out of balance so anyway then Earl and I started our own dealership and it wasn't that I worked less hours Earl always jokes that people think when you have your own business, you work less. It wasn't that I worked less hours, but I was able to distribute my time based on what was important at, at the minute. And I wasn't disappointing anyone else. And so that is why it was working for me. I could work really hard toward the goals that we had for our dealership, but then I could be there when I felt I was needed at home without disappointing anyone. And, you know, that sounds really good in a plan, but of course, I dropped the ball many times, and there was a lot of times over the years that I have felt torn, you know, if I should stay home, if I should go to that appointment, if I should be trying to get more sales, whatever. So it wasn't perfect. It was just better than it could have been. And I've been to a few conferences, and I've heard a few experts say that true balance is not possible that we're either pulled in one direction or another. And for example, there'll, you know, sometimes there's projects at home that's taking most of our time and our mind space, and we're just putting in uh, minimal effort at uh, on in our work. And then there is the um, times that our work is pulling us and demanding us, and we're putting in minimal time and effort at home, and that true balance is not possible. Well, I believe that it is more possible than we think based on the things that I have learned. So I'm going to give you a few tips today that hopefully will help you find more balance if you, if you find yourself feeling out of balance. 
there's a few things that worked really well for me. Again, it is not perfect. I still get out of balance. There's still big projects. There's still strains and stress, things that will pull you away. Um, but for the most part, if you think about what's important to you, then it will help you um, maintain more balance. So I'll share with you some things that I have done and also my thoughts on what balance really is. So first of all, I think balance is that you have time in life for the things that's important to you. For me, that meant that I had time for the people that were most important to me um, because that's when I would feel out of balance the most. There's a lot of other things that can make you feel out of balance, but that seemed to be my biggest pull, the things that was really bringing me down and, and keeping me from feeling the most success was that I needed to make sure that I was making time for the people that was important to me and that I was there for them, that the important people in my life includes me. I need some time every day to focus on just my thoughts and gather them. I'm an introvert, so I have to think through the day before and what I want to do that day. So it helps me to have uh, time alone to just think, to write, to journal, those things. And so I discovered that I needed to make that time every day. Um, and when I don't get that time, I really, I really know it. I get more tired. I'm not as focused, all the things. So that was one thing that I realized. So like I said, i when I think of balance, I don't think about even time because that's not really what you're after. And, and originally, that's what I that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to spend equal time in the office and at home and with my family. And it, it was very difficult. And so then I started to realize that it was more about getting the important things done both places. And sometimes that would take 15 minutes and sometimes it'd take two hours, whatever. It was that I was getting the important things done and I was spending the time with the people who were important to me. So I guess I would say that there was not equal time, but enough time. And this is the secret, I believe, to finding more balance. Again, it is not perfect, but it will help you find more balance. And this is what I do. You, you need predictable, consistent, un, uninterrupted time with the people you care about for the tasks that are important and get results, and that will make a difference. Several years ago, a pastor of ours had recommended a book. I think I saw it actually in his social media, and he had recommended a book, and it was Essentialism. And so I highly recommend it. We'll put a link in the show notes if you haven't read it. But it really was eye-opening for me because I realized that I was trying, first of all, I was trying to multitask and I was thinking of things in terms of time instead of how long it takes to be efficient and to get it done and to do the most important things. So it really made a difference for me. Because it made me think about what is it that I do that really moves the needle? And where am I wasting time? So a few places that I knew I was wasting time was on social media. 
I was wasting time on worry and stress. I felt like I had to be available all the time for all of my customers. So that was that was really taking away from my time at home. I mean, I might have been present with them and in body, but not in mind because I was thinking about something else and it did not happen overnight. So don't get discouraged with yourself if you're thinking, I want to make this happen. I'm going to cut back on social media. I'm going to do this and, and it's all going to be better because it does get better, but it takes time. So don't be feeling like um, you have to make a complete turnaround in a day, but it's the it's just making the effort that makes a difference. So, um, and I'm going to give you a couple of examples of things when I say predictable, consistent, uninterrupted that I've used in my life and then I saw a difference. So the first time that I really saw this work is when my mom was still living. I set aside Thursdays for her. And on that day, I would still work because our business was was still young at that time. And we had, you know, I still had a lot of responsibilities that needed to be done, but she would go to work with me. And on the days that she worked with me, we would um, usually have a nice lunch. And sometimes we would uh, stop by a few places for shopping, but mostly uh, we were in the car, riding around, visiting with each other and just having a great time and spending time together. And I would go on appointment still, and she would patiently wait in the car until I came out. If I, When I went to the office, she would go in, visit with people there. It was just a great time. And it, it was time I set aside every Thursday. And it, it worked beautifully uh, until sometimes I let, I let life get in the way. And it interrupted our Thursdays and I, you know, I was out of balance and it was difficult, but when I was consistent and predictable. So for example, I didn't say once every week, we're going to go somewhere. I picked a day and that way she knew when to prepare for that, when she made appointments or whatever, she could work around that. And it was um, just wonderful. And all of those Thursdays that we spent together are just priceless to me. Now, again, they were not, I was not perfect with that. Uh, I still let life get in the way sometimes. And I recognize now I could have done better. I could have uh, worked a little harder to be better with those Thursdays. But for several years, our day was Thursday and it worked out really well. And it meant a lot to me. And I think it meant a whole lot to her too. So as an adult, to spend a time to spend that time, uninterrupted uh, time with your parents is just is just wonderful, and I I just treasure that. And then another time that I made this work when my oldest son started college, I knew I wanted to stay close to him, but I also wanted to allow him to grow, and so I set aside and it was usually when he was in college Friday mornings we would meet and have breakfast we'd meet somewhere close to campus I would usually let him choose and we would spend that time together and it it was priceless and wonderful and I still to this day he is not in college anymore but with both my boys I try to have that time with them uh, just one-on-one -on -one time. And again, it is nice when it is predictable and consistent because if they have something they want to share with you 
or if you have something you want to share with them, you you will know that you when to uh, plan that you're going to be talking. And you, for example, you'll say, oh, I can't wait to talk to Corey Friday morning and see what he thinks about this. And the same if when something comes up for them. And if you have it on a specific time, a specific day, it's easier to plan around. And if you don't, it's easy for time to get away from you. So that has made the biggest difference for me for balance. And I'll use this same thing with my work. And we'll talk more about that in the next episode because I'm going to be talking about workday flow. And part of that is the balance in your workday. But you'll, you can use this same method in your work life. And that's kind of what I took away from essentialism um, because you're getting the things that is that are important done. Um, so if you want to try this and if you're feeling out of balance, the first thing that I would recommend is take a blank calendar for just one week. I usually print that out because I like writing it out and seeing it in in hard copy. So if you take that calendar out and you uh, know what time you're going to drop your kids off, you know what time you pick them up, whatever. And like I said, just try one week at first, maybe do this on a Saturday or Sunday when your mind is most clear and just fill in everything that is preset, any appointments you have, anything the kids have, anything that is already said, stone. put that in there and then pick out some times that are important to you. For me, I always enjoyed taking my kids to school. So when I could, I wanted to be the one that took them to school because that time in the car was so precious. And I liked being able to set the tone for the day. I wanted it to start in a positive way for all of us. Part of that was knowing um, that I needed to get them up there at a certain time. And so I had to tell them ahead of time, okay, if we're going to get there on time, we need to leave at this time. And then about 10 or 15 minutes before it was time to leave, a reminder that we're going to be leaving. Um, and that just kept it pretty positive. So we didn't feel rushed. Uh, and, you know, all of us have had those screaming, angry mornings when everybody's behind. But to keep those to a minimum, then you can just plan it out and make sure you know what time you have to leave and you plan for the travel time and then letting everybody else know what time you need to leave, too. The same way I like to be the one who picked them up or at least got them off the bus in the evening. It wasn't always perfect, but when I could schedule that ahead of time and by looking at the calendar one week ahead, it was much easier. And then if you uh, want to schedule any time with some other people in your life, that's important. And like I said, it doesn't take hours and hours. If you want to make a phone call, uh, once a week to somebody that you want to stay close to. It can be 15 minutes, but plan that 15 minutes so that it, that time does not get away from you and you you can set that aside. I will tell you that if it's 15 minutes in, and it's consistent and predictable, it will make a huge difference in how you feel. Uh, I know it it does for me. So after you get that calendar out and if you need time for yourself, uh, like I do, figure out how you can do that. Um, I know it, it's easier for me to do that for in the morning. So um, that's what I do. But it, when I first started doing this, I had to really look at the calendar and think about how long it was going to take me to get ready uh, and if there's specific appointments that I have or whatever. So all of those things can go on your calendar. If you want to have supper every day 
uh, together as a family, then you should put that on your calendar and kind of think about how you can make time. If you, you don't have to make homemade meals, but you can make sure that you have picked up supper or whatever, or you're meeting at a specific restaurant, whatever that is important to you. If there's something you've been thinking, oh, that'd be nice. Maybe you uh, see your friends doing it and you think, I just don't have time for that. Maybe you do if you sit back and look. It doesn't have to be every day. You can pick one day in the next week to try something that you've been saying, I wish we could do that. Uh, And it'll make a big difference. So I'll wrap it up today by saying, you know, the experts say there's never true balance. I believe that there can be balance, but you have to focus on what's important to you. And probably the biggest secret to that is to stop caring about what other people think. The people who are not your VIPs, the people who really make no difference. Um, If you will stop and think, am I doing this for me or am I doing this because uh, of what I think other people think? you will really see a difference. It is very difficult to have balance if you are always thinking and worried about what other people are thinking about you. So that is probably the second best tip I have for you. It is, you know, other than scheduling that predictable, consistent, and when you can, uninterrupted time with the people that you care about, Uh, On top of that, if you will step back and really stop worrying about what other people are thinking and instead worry about what's important to you, it will make a huge difference in how you feel and with the balance in your life. And lastly, probably one of the reasons that I started the podcast Selling with Charm is because I believe The one thing about sales that is the best kept secret of all and nobody tells you is that it is one of the greatest careers for having balance because you are paid based on your efforts and you can put in more effort and make more money and you can put in dedicated specific effort and it can take less time than other jobs and you can make more money. So Uh, If you want to continue to work toward balance in your life and you have a career in sales, I believe that it is even easier for you to find that balance. And I'll be sharing next week workday flow and how to have more balance in your workday and especially around sales. So have a great week and I look forward to sharing balance with you all month in August. 